0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Audra Show, number 44. This is your host, Audra Laquadera, and I am very excited about today's episode because not only is it episode number 44, it is the first episode I've done in almost a year, um, and it is the first episode from Denver, Colorado, where I have recently moved from San Francisco, California and I am uh, doing it with my own podcasting equipment rather than at FCC Free Radio, where I did it in San Francisco. And so I'm really excited about uh, being able to edit the show and being able to travel to my guests if needed and be flexible about when I can interview them. And I'm very excited that you can now follow the show on both Podbean and on iTunes. So um, yeah, just search The Audra Show on either one of those, and I'll also include the links in uh, the post. But um, now uh, it's subscribable. So that's very exciting. Um, And uh, for those of you who are new to the show, um, The Audra Show is just where we sit around chatting about the things that people chat about when they're sitting around chatting. (laughs) Um, I started the show In August of 2014 was my first show, and I just wanted to have a place where I could sit down and have an interesting conversation with somebody once a week. I had gotten to a point in my life where between my career and my friends and my interests, I just knew a lot of very interesting people in the worlds of marketing and politics and comedy and mental health and technology and craft brewing and <laughs> all kinds of different things. Um, some of my friends and family were, were on the show just for kicks, telling funny stories. So, um, it just became for me a, a great place to have an interesting conversation with somebody that I wouldn't normally have. And, um, it was actually, it, it is actually very cathartic. So I'm very happy to be back and bringing the show to you in its new format. So, uh, my first guest for the Denver version of the show was, uh, Nathan Lund. I interviewed him on June 29th, uh, last Wednesday at around noon in his apartment, um, in Uptown Denver, kind of close to Capitol Hill. Uh, I woke him up when I <laughs> got there because the night before was the last show at the Squire which is a long-running uh, comedy show or was a long-running comedy show here in Denver um, that a good friend of his uh, hosted who is leaving town so um, we had a really interesting conversation about that and about his life as a comedian in Denver and uh, the different things that he's doing around town. So why did I move to Colorado, you may be wondering? Uh, I mostly think I just needed a change. San Francisco has changed so much in the past five or six years. Um, I mean, first of all, it's now outrageously expensive, and outrageously expensive is a huge understatement. <laughs> um, and that has really changed the city a lot, in my opinion. It's kind of taken away sort of the spirit and the uniqueness of the city. The entire middle class has had to leave. Um, There's really no quality of life anymore for anyone who's not independently wealthy. And um it's just, I don't know, it's getting whitewashed. And also, the last three years I was there, I was living in what I refer to as the Twitter Twitterloin, which was <laughs> like three blocks from Twitter headquarters and and... Two blocks from City Hall, and so much of the chaos that is currently happening in San Francisco was happening right outside my door. And that got a little bit, uh, nutty after a while. So. I just kept feeling like it was time to leave. Uh, I, I kept, I, it really took me almost a year to pull the trigger and make the decision. I just couldn't believe that I was even thinking about leaving San Francisco because I had lived there for so long and loved it there so much. But it really just felt like the right thing to do. And, um, now three and a half months in, I, uh, believe that it was the right thing to do. I am totally loving Colorado in all its glory. I've been doing a lot of exploring and hiking and um, trying to meet people. Um, I just went to Rocky Mountain National Park over the holiday weekend and it was freaking amazing. So beautiful. I just hiked around all through there all day and um, took like over 90 pictures, you know, just couldn't stop. It was Amazing and all of the hikes I've been to have been pretty much amazing. So I'm really loving, um, exploring and, um, doing that, I moved out to the burbs after my three years in the Twitter loin. I, uh, found the burbs to be very appealing. And so does Gilda, my cat, who is loving having a backyard and running around like a pig in shit with so much to explore. More room and outdoors. It's a very, very exciting time to be a cat. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm I've been driving for Lyft actually, because apparently my career is over <laughs> as we knew it. Um, but as you can imagine, it has been hugely entertaining and actually an amazing way to get to know the city. Not only geographically, but hear about everything going on here and what everybody thinks of all the explosive growth taking place here. And, um, you know, getting all the good local tips on, on places to go, things to see. Um, and also recruiting some podcast guests and, (laughs) and, uh, getting even some, some possible job prospects. So it's actually been pretty fun. Um, although the drivers here are a little bit nuts. I don't know if it's just that this city did not plan for this many people to be here, or if it's drivers from all over the country just trying to converge (laughs) and and by one set of traffic rules or what, but I have never seen anything like it. People are actually pissed if you try and merge. They are not happy about it. And it's not like New Jersey pissed where they're going to like rush past you. And, you know, it's like they're gonna sit there right there in your blind spot and just not let you go and not move but then get mad when you try and come over to their lane and uh right on red is like it's their job their people are very aggressive about right on red it's like if there is the tiniest little space to go they're going it's not oh i'm waiting until it's safe it's like i'm gonna go it's my job to go on red uh (laughs) but there are there have been a lot of accidents which is a little bit scary but uh, you know, we're we're making it making it work. Other scary things about being in Colorado are um, the gun culture here. You know, I'm very used to my little liberal bubble of San Francisco, um, where you know it was kind of an assumption that everybody you were talking to at all times was liberal. Uh, not the case in Colorado. Uh, lots of gun shops. People talking about guns. Um. You know, there's a part of me that actually is excited to be in a place that <laughs> can offer a counterpoint to the liberal bubble I've been living in for years. Um You know, it it feels a little more real, a little more in your face to be living in a in a gun culture society. I mean, actually, the first time I drove it past the sign that said Aurora, I I kind of got chills, which probably seems silly to people who live here, but same thing with Columbine High School. All of a sudden I came around a curve one day and there it was right in front of me and I was like it, it kind of took my breath away. And I'm sure you know the people here have been living with it every day of their lives um since it happened but uh you know it, it it's a reminder that uh San Francisco is not uh exactly real life. Um you know <laughs> you know that song live in New York and leave before you get too hard live in Northern uh, California but leave before you get too soft it occurred to me that I I did that (laughs) I didn't even realize I was doing that but I was like I think uh maybe I did get a little too soft when you see stuff like that I'm like that is more real life America than I've been living in for a while and um I did not get into politics or anything like that on this episode with my first guest Nathan but Hopefully, um, we'll get into some of that soon uh, in the near future. The other thing that is really kind of more real (laughs) about Colorado is the nature. I mean, you really are closer to the clouds. I was laying in the park one day and I'm like, these clouds look so close. And then I'm like, "Uh, hello, you're a mile (laughs) closer to the clouds. And it's like there's so many thunder and lightning storms that are awesome but you are like in them. They are in front of your face. And, uh, you know, you can really feel the nature here, which is also a little bit scary in a good way. So, all good in Colorado. Uh, Really loving it so far. And, um, again, definitely excited to be back doing the Audra show. So... Episode number 44, my guest is Nathan Lund, who I mentioned is a local comedian. He hosts Film on the Rocks out at Red Rocks. He is a pro comic at Comedy Works downtown. He is the host of Bingo and Brunch at the Squeaky Bean on uh, every Saturday and Sunday morning in downtown Denver. And he also uh, is the host of Too Much Fun, which takes place on Wednesday nights uh, in the Deer Pile, which is a room above City O' City. And, uh, we talked about that towards the end of the show. And I did actually <laughs> attend the show at the deer pile that night. I can report that it was so packed that I could not get a seat and, uh, could barely hear any comics from the hallway. But I think that was a good sign, obviously. Uh, very popular show. And that's where the, uh, selfies are from. So enjoy the show. Uh, please feel free to comment or leave any feedback that you'd like in anywhere that you possibly can. Always look for The Audra Show on Facebook. On Twitter, you can find it at at Audra Show. (laughs) Awkward. Or at audlack.com slash The Audra Show. Thank you for listening, and please enjoy the show. Do-do-do, musical interlude audrey show theme song today is june 29th 2016 and i am with nathan lund hello hello nathan uh he is a uh stand-up comic here in denver who i just met very briefly actually on easter sunday i went to oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) I, i forgot it was easter yeah we met at the squeaky bean at bingo and brunch that's right. Um, it was about two weeks after I got here to Denver, and um, I asked you to be on my show that day.
1: Yeah, that was easy. <laughs> yeah, that was
0: easy. And here we are three months later, meeting for the second time.
1: Yeah, I wondered if uh, <laughs> if we would actually meet up, so I'm glad that we are.
0: Yeah, no, I'm very glad. Thank you so much for uh, agreeing to be on the show and being my first uh, guinea pig with my new equipment.
1: <laughs> sure, yeah. So far, so good.
0: Yeah. So, um, so you just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. Um, so what, what was it that you were doing last night?
1: <laughs> last night was, uh, the last night of the Squire open mic, which has been going uh, off and on. There was a brief break, but it, it's been going strong for, I think, almost 12 years total. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, when I first moved here eight years ago, it was really like, I guess, in its prime. It was it was huge. It was a really big, um, infamous night because uh, it was a notoriously uh, tough room. Uh, It was a tough crowd. It was uh, a real party atmosphere where you kind of had to fight to be heard Okay. Uh, practically, and then to, <laughs> to really be listened to, that could be a battle. Um, because oh. there were just so many people there, and they were hanging out, and sometimes they wanted to see comedy, but sometimes it was just pure a social. Bar. It was right. just social <laughs> a, a get-together, and, and nobody cared about hearing right. jokes. Is it, a, uh, is it an open nights. mic, or was it a, mm-hmm. like a showcase? Yeah, it was an open mic. Yeah. But when I moved here, uh, there weren't a ton of mics, or showcases, there just there there weren't as many shows, uh, so the Squire was one of four or five open mics maybe oh, you know wow. throughout the week, but it was the biggest one, yeah, and it just it caught uh, fire you know it beca- yeah. I think mostly because so many uh, great comics would show up, but for whatever other reason there was just this great uh, fun you know social party aspect to it. Um, to where people just kind of went, regardless of whether they wanted to hear comedy or not. So there was, right. I think that was part of it. Was that some people wanted to see some of the comics that were going to go up, other people just knew that it was a, a you know a, 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 a place to be on a Tuesday night. Yeah, right. Um, and couldn't care less. Yeah, so, that's always yeah. hard
0: when people <laughs> couldn't care less about the comedy. That
1: was yeah, that was part of it. Uh, it was it was great though because there were so many people there and uh when when you could get people to listen to you and yeah. when you could get the crowd to laugh uh it was real special it felt just right. super you you felt super powerful
0: yeah i can imagine
1: and yeah. uh you know it, so it made you tough you know it also uh it was so i think it was good to be able to perform in a tough room and and get better at dealing with uh, a rowdy crowd or yeah. uh people that weren't on your side because you either you got a little bit tougher and you also got better at at getting them to pay attention or, you know, or being funny enough for them to take notice.
0: Learning how to command their attention.
1: Mm -hmm. That was part of it. And so, yeah, uh, it was, it was, uh, you know, just a great place to, to find when I first moved here. And, uh, you know, I met a bunch of great friends and some, some guys like Bobby Crane were just starting doing stand up eight years ago. And we, uh, you know, hung out all the time, and uh, so it's it's sad that the Squire is going away.
0: Um, yeah, why is it going away?
1: Uh well the the host, the current host Sam Talent, is moving, and also uh, I think the Squire wanted to try to have more music. You know, they just got a a, a new sound system, oh. and they uh, they got like a, a bigger stage, in the hopes I think of having more music, and so. I think the combination of wanting to book more uh bands and Sam moving just yeah. kind of made it so that and you know it's uh it's just it's it's not the same it's been a long time you know that the squire has had an open mic on Tuesdays and so uh after the remodel of the squire uh when Sam took over the hosting you know it it, it just wasn't the same you know right. as as it had been uh, a lot of people were <laughs> said how uh, they didn't like the new squire and it was like, Oh yeah, you don't like that the bathrooms work, <laughs> you know? Like people complained for funny reasons where it was like, Yeah, I don't I didn't miss the old bathrooms at the squire. Right. It was a real dive. And That's so funny. yeah, they there was were a place thrashed. like
0: that in San Francisco where I used to go, neck of the woods. Um where yeah, if somebody went into the bathroom and turned on the hand dryer, it like totally interrupted all the comedians. Like you couldn't okay. hear it all over the over the dryers in the bathroom <laughs> so i can appreciate a bathroom makeover i think so you've been here what you said eight years mm-hmm. yeah okay and so tell me about your life in stand-up comedy a little bit
1: oh uh, i started in las vegas
0: oh wow um is that where you're from
1: uh i grew up there i went to j- move there in junior high from uh, outside of chicago okay and uh so yeah after and then I went to college in Reno and after I graduated college I went back down to Vegas um in the hopes of trying stand up. Oh
0: really? And, Do uh, they have a big stand up scene there? Uh
1: they there wasn't a big one for for me when I was just starting out but it was great because there were a handful of people who were trying to to put together shows and you know uh figure things out. Okay. Uh, so I was able to uh get my start in vegas uh there wasn't a lot of opportunity in the the casinos in the big clubs right. because they book you know pretty much seven days a week out of town right. uh road comics you know um yeah they none yeah, of the none, like none none of them really had uh what the comedy works has like a new talent night you know right. there wasn't a night where you could sign up new comics could sign up and and get some st- some stage time i'm surprised so well that that that's it's different now there oh, it's okay. better now but uh 8 years ago 12 years ago was when i started um it uh it was mostly just a few guys that were doing their own thing and then uh in the hopes that you know somebody would maybe notice or uh you know there was occasional clubs uh some of the newer clubs would uh use hosts now and then okay. but there're only a couple uh, of these newer comedy clubs, the, most of them were, uh, you know, established and yeah. had been around, and so uh, it was fine to start there because I just needed stage time. I just needed a mic and right. Uh, and there were there were a couple of tough rooms that we had there in Vegas because a lot of uh, places wanted comedy as an experiment, as a way to hopefully get people to stay in their bar gambling you know everything right. everything is in the hopes of, <laughs> uh, of revolves, attracting right? gamblers sure yeah no so it's you're so.
0: competing with like slot machines and video poker while yes <laughs> so that, that, yeah that's, that's, I think might be even worse than yeah. just chatting
1: well uh yeah I mean the attention is completely you know diverted <laughs> by the gambling <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of performing to people's backs you know as, <laughs> as they're as they're uh, on a machine at the bar so And uh,
0: cheering for Things that have nothing yes. to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, yeah,
1: and uh, I guess some places, some places were okay about turning the TVs off, which was nice. <laughs> that was but nice. that's, I mean, everywhere you go, that's right. still something that not every venue understands. <laughs> that <laughs> you don't want people looking at a TV instead yeah. of at the stage.
0: Try to send their attention our way. <laughs> yeah, if you could. It
1: was an uphill battle in Vegas, and you know, it was just learning lessons left and right. You know, right. on how not to run a show or how not to. Uh, try to get people's attention uh but so it was fine to start there but i'm glad that i was able to move here because uh when i moved here i was hoping for more you know um just more opportunity and i didn't know what the scene was like here i just moved here with a girlfriend because uh she was working for barack obama's Uh, campaign you know in 2008 oh great Uh, so they asked her to move here uh, just through the election yeah to help out and uh, so we just came up here uh, with no real expectations yeah Uh, my sister lived up here so I was excited about that oh that's good and uh, yeah so that's all I knew was uh, well you know I I hoped that there would be any opportunity via stand-up and yeah, it, I couldn't have asked for more. You know, I met some of my best friends. Wow. And I kind of fell in love with Denver overall real were quick.
0: You, were you planning on being here temporarily?
1: Yeah. Um, the plan was for my my girlfriend and I to be here from June of 08 through the election. Okay. And then she, she didn't know if she would be asked to move somewhere else or if uh, she would be able to move back to Nevada. Right. But... Uh, it was up in the air and I didn't, I didn't care. You know, right. uh, we were, I thought we were good. Uh, <laughs> we were good for a long time, Oh, okay. uh, but we broke up not too soon after moving up here. So that was oh. awkward. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we lived together for, um, our whole lease. You know, we signed a lease, oh. a six month lease. And,
0: um, oh, that wasn't too bad.
1: No, it, it, <laughs> c- it could have been much worse. She was also working a ton.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm so sure. So she she I'm wasn't okay, there a
1: lot. And and that was part of it. Yeah, her work was really tough and uh it just it commanded a lot of her attention and then I felt uh ignored, yeah. you know, or ne- I was needy and uh Oh,
0: well that's So nice. that's nice of you to admit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've been through I've been through <laughs> all of it. Uh she and I have talked a bunch because I was curious, you know. Um Yeah. She that's uh yeah, yeah, because it was one of the only times where I uh was the one that kind of pushed her away. Oh, okay. As opposed to uh, I I'm usually the one that's that has ended relationships, but with her she kind of got sick of me <laughs> and uh didn't say anything, but I think she hooked up with somebody yeah. and then I found out when we moved here. And so yeah, yeah. I, I was confused for a while and and didn't understand, but then when I realized what she where she was at and just uh like i said how much her work had consumed her you know it was it was very important to her and yeah um well
0: that makes sense yeah, yeah. oh yeah
1: that it does sure it she, i mean she was caught up she was a big part of you know she felt she was on the team yeah. of you know of, of uh of barack's you know just awesome 2008 you know Camping. inspiring right. campaign yeah there was a lot of great uh emotions wrapped up in that and she was a yeah, part of that I'm so
0: sure. I'm sure. Yeah, that I'm sure was pretty time consuming.
1: <coughs> yeah, so uh when she mo- when we moved here, uh we broke up maybe a few weeks after <laughs> we, oh, really? we, we moved up here. Yeah, it oh. was not long before I yeah, I just I found out I found some conversations on her computer. Oh, so uh, she had
0: hooked up with somebody before you came out?
1: Yes. And uh, uh
0: somebody on the campaign?
1: I think so. I think yeah, she was real close with Uh, with her coworkers, and uh they were just you know this group that i mean they were they were spending at least 12 hours a day together every day and uh so yeah there was a i think there was a sense of just this togetherness with them and then i'm on the outside this doof you know (laughs) trying to (laughs) hang out needy (laughs) dude yeah uh so Uh,
0: well that's very mature of you too well
1: (laughs) yeah this is years later right of course at the time I lost my mind I didn't know what to do I had spent a lot of money to get up here yeah and I didn't want to leave I didn't want to just go back to Vegas so um I just kind of made it work with uh like I said uh she wasn't uh home very much so I didn't have to see we didn't have to see each other too often right and that made it easier to just kind of
0: so you had almost Deal a whole lease to go after breaking yes. down, like yeah. five months of living together.
1: Yeah, five months. Yeah, where it was just, all right, you know, <laughs> I don't have anywhere to go. Uh, <laughs> she had, she has two cats. And so I said, you know, I can watch the cats and yeah. let's stay out of each other's way. I don't know. It was it was weird. It was a yeah. weird start to living here. But, <laughs> yeah, it sounds uh, like it. Yeah, there was a lot of just, I'd go out. You know and and do shows and and get drunk and come home, and she would be home, and you know we'd fight or we'd have sex. It was <laughs> all over the place
0: a roller coaster,
1: yeah, it was mostly fighting, but sometimes you know what else were we gonna do? I guess <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know you can't always fight, so uh there was some sex, that and sounds like you
0: guys were still together,
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean almost in 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 a lot of ways we were, but um she ended up having she was asked to leave uh, i think she moved to chicago from here oh, okay uh, after the election just cuz there was more you know more work to be done
0: yeah
1: and uh so she moved uh and i moved into a, a house with a couple of comedians okay uh, actually uh, well yeah it was two comics and then uh one of the one of the guys moved out and uh another guy moved in who's not a comic but He's a big part of the scene. He bartends at the Squire. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, it was nice to be able to end that. But I was still—I sure. s- was so excited uh, about being here that I—it wasn't the worst. Uh, right. There was a lot of, a lot of excitement and just you know I, I hung out with all these new friends and. Yeah. Um,
0: so it sounds like you found a decent stand-up scene here when you got here. Yeah. Years ago.
1: Well, yeah, between the Squire and the Comedy Works, I was really excited because the Squire was this, like, place where, you know, stand-up was the main reason that people were there. Uh, Most of the people were there. Yeah. So that was a change. And then for the (laughs) Comedy Works to be so um, welcoming uh, to have, you know, they they do their new talent night on Tuesdays as well. So Tuesdays was the best. You know, you'd you'd, you'd go down to the club and uh, either, you know, watch people or, you know, perform if you were were on the show that night yeah and then you could go to the squire and for a while there was another open mic between the two so you could do three shows on a tuesday night and oh wow god you know i felt real alive (laughs) yeah um yeah just just uh, and and quickly uh you know the, the the week filled up you know when i moved here there wasn't a ton Every night, but that changed. You know, people started to start new shows, and yeah. some of them caught on. And you know, tons of shows have come and gone, but uh, there was just this excitement. You know, where more and more people were starting to do stand up, so you had you know just more and more comics coming yeah. out of the woodwork and 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 getting excited themselves. And um,
0: yeah, it seems like there's a lot of shows. I mean, I think mm-hmm. you had originally told me about fifty two eighty comedy.
1: That's right. Yeah, it's really nice to have that website uh, yeah. as a guide because it has everything. Right. It's up to date. You know that c- that can be uh, uh, frustrating if you have uh, a resource but it's out of date. You know, yeah. then it's Definitely. useless. You know, it's just going to lead people down down uh, paths of confusion. <laughs> so <laughs> we, uh, yeah, uh, a few different people have helped with that website, and I'm grateful because I tell so many comics. Uh, that hit me up, you know, to, to check out the website because otherwise you're, 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 you're running down, you know, 25 shows and you're going to forget some. So yeah, Yeah. it's a, it's a great thing to point people to. And then if they have questions about certain shows, they can, uh, I tell them, I I tell them to hit me up. Uh, yeah. 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 I don't mind helping, but, uh, it's nice to have that for the basics, you know? And and
0: yeah, I mean, it seems like there's shows every night of the week at this point. Yeah,
1: there are. Um, there's yeah, there's all kinds of shows. we have a few shows during the day, which is a new thing, you know, oh really, yeah, uh, Mayor Wiles, who lives right above me, has a great show called uh the Funky brunch, oh really, and uh yeah, it's at a bar called Grandma's house at I think it's at noon
0: on what days on saturdays
1: oh it's uh i'm trying to think if she's still doing it because i can't think of the last time i heard about it but
0: i haven't seen it on the list i mean not that Mm -hmm. i've done a ton i went to open mics one night (laughs) since i've been here
1: yeah i can't remember if it might be on hiatus or something she she's got a couple shows but
0: it's nice that they do uh daytime comedy here i mean between bingo and brunch bingo yeah that was comedic Mm -hmm. obviously (laughs) and then uh that one it's good to have some uh, earlier shows, I bet. Mm-hmm. Especially since Denver seems to be very big into brunch, I keep hearing that brunch is huge here. Oh yeah, I even saw a guy wearing a, a tank top one day walking down the street that said "brunch so hard." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a culture. Sometimes it's annoying. I don't understand the uh, waiting, you know, long amounts of time to eat. Right. At a certain place, yeah. That, there's a few yeah. places like that here, and I try to avoid them. I guess squeaking bean gets real busy uh you know it's it's popular but i can't imagine hanging out at a place for an hour and a half when there's so so many other options
0: yeah i'm i'm not big on waiting in lines these days for pretty much anything Mm -hmm. so so what is your comedy life like these days is it are you i mean performing you know like in showcases are you i don't even know where, where exactly where you are in your oh uh, <laughs> <here>.
1: <laughs> well, uh yeah, I perform a ton um i last uh halloween uh the end of end of October, I got promoted to the paid list at um comedy works, oh wow, so that was great, um yeah, that's you know awesome the uh process takes a long time at the comedy works where you know you you sign up. You have to call in for like two months to put your name, uh, to get your name, uh, into the, the system or whatever. Right. Um, and it takes about two months of calling every week before you get your first set and, uh, you only get two minutes on a Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, so that's how you start. And, uh, when I moved here, a bunch of people were doing that and, um, I had just missed, the start of uh the comedy works yearly contest their oh. new faces contest okay and that goes through the summer into the fall uh so when i first moved here i i had just missed it you know but uh but i did the contest the next three years and uh during my third the third year i was doing the contest i got promoted to the the almost famous list oh. which is um kind of uh I don't know like AAA, A you know where uh, we you don't get paid when you're on the almost famous list, but you get to sign up for the shows on the weekends so um
0: you mean like be in them
1: yes oh. uh yeah the the shows line the lineups for the weekends are usually pretty um not random but they're different you know night to night because there's so many people that sign up. So uh, some clubs, you'll have the same lineup for a whole weekend, but oh, okay. the comedy work switches it up night to night to get more people up. Um,
0: like even with famous comedians? Or do they not have famous comedians?
1: Well, yeah, with the, head, the, the headliner will stay the same uh, for the weekend, but then the openers, you know, oh. the host and the guest spots or whatever, the opening slots... They all uh, our local people. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so pretty cool. Yeah, so everybody's, uh, you know, a bunch of people are signing up to try to get those spots. And the Almost Famous people can sign up. And uh, they'll leave, usually they'll host or they'll do seven minutes. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, there's no pay for the Almost Famous people. And then once you get bumped up to the the pro list, they call it the paid pro list, yeah. then you're still signing up for shows, but you can uh, MC or you can do 10 minutes, or you can do 20 minutes. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so there's, um, yeah, there's just, you know, more to, to being paid, and obviously getting paid is great, but then <laughs> right. there you also have the priority when you're signing up uh, for shows. Uh, you know, th- I think they usually will use some of the pro comics first, depending on who has signed up for each night. So so I've been doing that for years and years, and uh, I finally got, yeah, I got promoted uh it was about eight months ago so that's been great it's yeah it's just another it was already the best to go down there and perform it didn't matter that much to not get paid but it's just it's much nicer
0: it's like a bonus yes yeah it is
1: yeah because yeah performing there is a gift in and of itself it's it's unbelievable so many comics call it uh you know one of the best clubs in the country or their favorite place to perform yeah there's something real magical about the downtown club uh it's small it's uh it's in a basement you know uh it's dark everybody's facing the right way it's perfect it's it's the ideal setting for stand-up you want it dark you want everybody kind of close together yeah um and facing the same way, there's no distractions, there's no TVs uh, <laughs> that you have to worry about, no video poker, yeah, no,
0: no slot machines,
1: right. And uh, it's uh, yeah, and 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 it's been there for 35 years, so there's been so many people have been able to come back and and and, and get yeah. get it, you know, just understand. So many people don't understand, wh- you know, what's expected of them when they go to a comedy show. So right, uh, but most most crowds there have been kind of more trained. And so it's it's yeah. great, and
0: they're actually paying for comedy. They're
1: paying, yes, Which that's part of it. A bonus. Yeah, you're not you're not surprising anybody. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. always the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's always uh, the, the the unexpected concern. or the the question mark when when you start a new show somewhere. Is yeah, you know, so many people can be there and not know that there's going to be a show, and some people right. react weirdly to that <laughs> instead yeah. of being like, oh, there's a show, we should pay attention, or Ah, uh, there's a show tonight. Let's go somewhere else. They'll just stay. They're like, yeah. "Ah, I don't want this show to happen, but I'm also gonna stick around.
0: yeah, I'm going to ignore the fact that a show is happening. <laughs> because yeah, it's I' didn't terrible. want it to happen. yeah,
1: people are so weird with that, you know, hey, God, oh, this is, I've come here before, and there wasn't comedy. Why is there comedy now? <laughs> you know right. they they, you know, <laughs> they get all weirded out.
0: I'm gonna try and <laughs> talk over the comedy,
1: yeah, there's a lot <laughs> of that. Reason. A lot of people standing their ground instead of just <laughs> leaving. We, I almost fought this guy. God, this asshole. He, uh, he was up in uh, Boulder at um, uh, what's it called up there? The there's this mountain sun.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: yeah. So we were. I was doing a show up in Boulder, and this guy was talking the whole show. Uh, and eventually, somebody told him to shut up, and he was like, "I'm hanging out with my mom." His mom was in town. Okay. And he thought that it made it okay to just (laughs) loudly, you know, talk and and act as though we, you know, weren't there. My mom.
0: Trump's comedy. Yes.
1: And as if they couldn't go somewhere else, you know. And so, yeah, I hated that guy. And I got up there and was very mad and I was mean. And when they were walking out, he flipped me off and I was like, I don't care. You're leaving. I don't give a shit. Keep flipping me off. You're leaving. I'm stoked. (laughs) Yeah. And then I ran into him like a year later. He came to the Mayan. I used to work at the Mayan movie theater. Okay. And he came to the bar. He was getting a drink with his with a a woman that he was with and uh <laughs> eventually uh, <laughs> uh I was talking with the 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 lady. She and she, uh, we were talking about comedy. I think she might have recognized me or something. And then uh she said something to the guy like, "Oh, this guy does stand-up comedy." And he oh, was boy. like, "Ugh." <laughs> One time I was up in Boulder with my mom, and it was terrible. And I I recognized him right away. Like once he said that, I was like, "Dude, I was there. That was me."
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, did he know? He
1: didn't you? know. He didn't realize it, but I did wow. uh, before him. And I was like, "That that was me. I was that. I was that comic." <laughs> and he got pissed. Like he oh, got really? he, he he hadn't let it go. Yeah, <laughs> he was still mad. He was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." And I was like, "I was with my mom," and I was like, "Yeah, that's that's cool." <laughs> You, you were right. also really disrupting the show. And he was like, That was, I was with my mom, dude. So, you know, so it's, he sure. actually said, He was like, it, it was, it's, he's like, you know, it's, I understand, but, uh, you know, it was my mom. So, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Okay, I'm at work. So,
0: yeah, no, nobody can find I can't to beat be quiet. the
1: shit out of you. Yeah. No, I wanted to fight that guy, but I was at work. So yeah. I had to just let him go. Uh, but yeah. Top Knot. I'll never forget old Top Knot.
0: That is hilarious that you actually ran into him again.
1: Oh, yeah. It was crazy. It was, it was very random. And it was funny that he didn't recognize me and was just going to tell me about this terrible time that he had. <laughs> and he wasn't going to take any, uh, any, um, any of the responsibility. Yeah. No acknowledgement. No. He was going to make it sound like, yeah, stand-up comedy ruined his li- <laughs> relationship with his mom and his life. He, yeah, he still didn't like stand-up. <laughs> his because mom is still
0: upset about it.
1: He got yelled at. Yeah, well, yeah, he got made fun of in front of his mom, Oh he, and uh, he did not like it.
0: Had a chip on his shoulder. That is hilarious. Um, so what else, uh, what other things are you doing in the comedy world other than...
1: Mm. I host uh, film on the rocks. Have you been to Red Rocks? Oh,
0: no, I haven't been there yet. I'm dying awesome. to go there. Yeah. Everyone uh, says it's awesome. I haven't found mm-hmm. one person in Denver who says like man eh, it's not that great everybody's <laughs> like you have to go there
1: oh sure yeah there it, it's uh, crazy that it's it's been there um for 75 years they just celebrated oh yeah 75 so. years as a venue so uh That's you know That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it it was uh it was, it was it was it's a natural amphitheater. There there's some the setup is like perfect for sound uh the way that it carries or whatever and it's so picturesque, you know, you have a great view. Right pretty much th- almost 360 degrees you know you can see uh in I- in most directions yeah um and i haven't hiked around there but you can hike oh you yeah know. i almost
0: th- went on a hike there but i didn't end up going
1: it's yeah i mean it's worth it's worth checking out it's also nice just to be there for a show because you can you can still get those great views from the top and yeah um yeah it's it's a it's a special spot and i'm
0: dying to go i've been uh Looking at some shows. Hopefully I'll get there by the end of the summer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's so many great shows. Um, and so I went up there a couple times when Sam uh, hosted Film on the Rocks and it's uh, booked through the comedy works. So, oh. you know, they pick they help pick the host. And uh, I hoped that I could be considered, you know, because uh, for a long time they had one host, Chuck Roy, and he was just the host. Okay. but he parted ways with comedy works uh, a few years ago and so the gig was up in the air and uh comedy works and the Denver Film Society who uh, presents film on the rocks yeah uh just uh, they wanted to change things up year by year so okay. after Sam uh I wa- you know I didn't know who was going to host and it ended up being me and so nice. it's been great to be able to go up there and yeah, just exactly. Be in front of thousands of people, you know. There's not much. I I don't do much comedy, right? As the host, yeah. There's just a lot of plugs for sponsors and and making sure everybody's having a good time. But it's fantastic to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, that's pretty awesome to
1: have that many people. Yeah,
0: they're everybody's stoked. Is that every week the film? No,
1: it's uh, no, it's like every couple weeks. uh, It's kind of it depends on the on the 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 rest of the calendar f- as far as concerts so right. most of them this year are on uh mondays but uh the first one uh was purple rain the prince tri- they oh, had a big tri- yeah. prince prince tribute and that was on a thursday
0: how was that
1: it was crazy the tickets yeah. sold out immediately like yeah. they couldn't they couldn't believe the response uh so they had to sell more tickets than they normally do for the film on a rocks. Film on the Rocks, they they kinda treated it like a normal concert where Oh wow.
0: Yeah. Uh, that yeah. was only a few weeks after he died.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was uh less than a month, I think. So yeah. he uh yeah, they, they sold a ton of tickets and then opened up more so that inst typically for film on the rocks you can bring like a little cooler and blankets and you you have a little bit of space. Right. To sit down and watch the film. But uh for the for Prince they yeah they they had to sell so many tickets that they said you know you can't really bring yeah. uh no coolers, and you know we just kept having to tell people to scoot uh <laughs> closer together so <laughs> yeah. that everybody could fit shove in because it was uh yeah it was packed and it was great, you know, just yeah great atmosphere there were a ton of bands that performed Prince's songs before the show, oh wow, yeah typically there's uh very cool. typically there's two bands and then a comedian before the movie but for the prince tribute they did uh, a bunch of bands no comic um just like 10 different musical acts oh wow i think yeah there were a lot including the um shit i can't think of where they're from the but the uh gay men's choir oh from somewhere i don't oh I i don't know it might have been from denver but they uh, there were a hundred of them, I think. Oh my gosh! And they performed, yeah. So wow. it was it was nuts. It was a crazy first night of hosting for me. Right. Um, yeah. I co-hosted yep. that night with Stephen AJ, who is the the alternate host. He'll probably host next year.
0: Oh okay. Um. So that was your your very first one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They. Yeah. They. Uh. One of the women, Kristen, that that runs. Uh the the whole thing said uh, you know what do you think about you know all these different acts you know it's it's a lot to do I was like what if Steve and I both hosted then we could split it up and she thought that sounded good so we did that yeah and I'm glad because I was glad Steve was able to be there too you know it was right it was a special night and uh, it helped to f- I think bo- for both of us to be able to share the workload
0: Cause uh, yeah there I was guess.
1: just a lot of going out you know introducing and uh, outro. Uh, uh after each set and then you know making sure that the filling filling time in between the right. band setting up and breaking down right right and uh so yeah there's just a lot of a lot of running around and coordination but after that for after that one it's uh just been the normal uh normal uh setup and that is great cuz you know I introduce a band and then go up to my green room and hang out and you can watch the show and yeah. uh you just watch people you know you just watch people file in and right I- it's crazy how many people you know end up showing up to watch these movies I wanted
0: to go to Greece were you uh, oh, yeah. hosting that mm-hmm. did they have bands before Greece yeah did yeah they, they have anything to do with Greece or are they just yeah
1: like typically the yeah typically the bands try to do something kind of fun <laughs> as 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 uh, an acknowledgement of the movie so uh i'm trying to think of who performed that night i think there were two i think Megan Burt and a uh, a woman named Lissy both performed. They were both really talented, and one of them sang something. Beauty school dropout. One oh. of them one of them sang a right. song from Greece. Awesome. And uh, I wish so yeah, I, knew
0: that was, I didn't know that uh, they had performers before the mm-hmm. shows.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, people typically show up at like seven between seven and eight yeah and uh it doesn't get dark until like eight fifty. so right. yeah they yeah they try to keep people happy while they're while they're sitting down and that's great finding their seats yeah yeah so yeah you get a couple of bands and then a comic and and last year i got to do the stand-up set uh before they showed guardians of the galaxy and that was a popular one right and uh it was crazy, you know, because the comic performs right before the movie starts. So oh. it's really ideal as far as getting uh, having the most people see you. Yeah. And it's hard to hear the laughs because you're outside. But uh, there's so many people that if you can get them all to laugh, you can you can feel it. <laughs> yeah, I bet. It's, uh, yeah, it's like a it's few it's cool.
0: thousand people there. Yeah.
1: I, they're, I think their capacity is like ninety five hundred people. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so for a lot of the film on the rocks, there's probably 7,000 or 8,000 people. Um, And then I think for the Prince thing, there was probably 9,400. I don't know. (laughs) Right. It was was crazy for for Purple Rain. Um, But, yeah, most of them, it's at least, I guess, at least 5,000 people. So. Wow. It's something else.
0: So do you like Taylor? Did you? tailor your comedy for like do any guardians of the galaxy humor <laughs> uh like no that, or it had nothing to do with
1: that. no i didn't i don't think i said anything about it but when i've been hosting i try to throw in something so that <laughs> i can acknowledge that you know i'm excited about the film too right. like for grease i my girlfriend came because she's a big grease head yeah and i've seen it a bunch of times i like it too so i said oh, something nice. like you know where who dressed up where's my pink ladies at yeah. you know uh <laughs> I, th- I said something like I, I I don't know you know who you guys think you uh, associate with from the movie I I'm a pinky because uh, <laughs> I dropped I also dropped out of beauty school and when I was 27 I could play like I was in high school <laughs> which is what she did I wanted to make fun of uh, <laughs> yeah. Stockard Channing because she was older. Than everybody, I think she was like like thirty (laughs) five. But Pinky was twenty seven (laughs) when when she was in Greece.
0: Who's Pinky? Frenchie? Frenchie? Not yeah. Frenchie. Pink lady. lady. Mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I
1: wonder if I. I hope I said Frenchie at Film on the Rocks. No, I'm sure I did. I I didn't blow it. No, I'm sure you didn't blow it. Megan would have corrected me. If if I had blown it. So, I, <laughs> yeah, sure. I said Frenchie. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I, I, that's about all I usually do is just a little something so that right. – uh, or, you know, I like to see who's dressed up. Yeah. And then, you know, there people – Are a lot of people dressed up for this mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of pink jackets, a lot of big hair. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, a lot of people dress up for Film on the Rocks. A lot of people dress up for uh, The Big Lebowski, which is pretty much oh. every year.
0: Yeah, I heard people were in robes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I have not. I am embarrassed to say I've never seen that whole movie, mm. and uh, and that I didn't get to see it there. Next, they do it every year, though.
1: Pretty much, yeah. It's uh, I think it's been at least the last few years. Th- there is a lot of movies that uh, that are rotated in and out. Yeah, but that one, yeah, that one's a popular one. Yeah, so that was I'm, that was I a fun one.
0: Come and see that. Yeah, I'll it's great. I'll put it on the calendar for next year. Cohen Brothers. Sure. Yeah. I
1: we'll love the Cohen Brothers.
0: Uh, what else is anything else coming up there that's good? I know they just had Star Wars, or did that happen already?
1: Star Wars is in August. Oh. It's one of the last. Or I think it's the last one. Oh. Uh, so actually, it might be. It might not be till September, but uh, yeah, there's much. Um, there's a couple coming up. Uh, the seventh, July seventh is Scream, and then okay. on the eleventh, uh is the sandlot. Oh. Which I just watched yesterday with uh <laughs> with Megan. She put it on. We had been watching these uh just sad documentaries about, you know, uh, Muslim people being oppressed and right. uh we watched a uh, there's a documentary about Jordan Davis that's on HBO. The kid that got shot in Florida. Oh wow. Um a few years ago yeah uh so a lot of heavy stuff and <laughs> megan so megan just put on the sandlot and we were dying it's still it's so great
0: it is a funny movie
1: there's something fun well and just yeah just the idea of all these little kids having to get, get wrangled for each scene you know <laughs> right. i started thinking about the director nightmare of <laughs> of getting these kids to shut up and pay attention and yeah and you know react accordingly <laughs> it sounded like a nightmare but I, but it's such a great it's such a fun movie so, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's on the 11th, and then two weeks after that is uh, Labyrinth. and wow, That's old. Uh, yeah. Labyrinth is another favorite because uh, I saw Labyrinth for the first time at Film on the Rocks, is either that last that year or the movie? year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. David Bowie and Jim Henson.
0: Oh, wow. David yeah.
1: Bowie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, David Bowie's the main guy, the Goblin King, and uh, yeah, it's great. So, it's just a bunch of Bowie music, right. and then Jim Henson, you know, his his magic. Yeah. And uh yeah, some people didn't think I was I would like it cuz I didn't grow up watching it, but it's it was great. I loved it.
0: Yeah. I never saw it. What about uh yeah, they should do some like Muppet movies and stuff out there. Did they do that? They're
1: going away. Every everything's CGI now. Oh. It seems like yeah, they're moving away from actual
0: Actual Muppet. Well, they just had a puppetry a or new Muppet movie a couple of years. Yeah. Ago. Well,
1: yeah. Or uh, two even. Did they do? Anything? Yeah, and they had the the show too. There's. The, I don't know if the show's still on, but.
0: Oh yeah, I think the show got canceled. <coughs> I tried I to get into too. the show because I love the Muppets. Did mm-hmm. you watch it at all?
1: I didn't. I try. I I meant to, and then I I didn't. And right. I guess I think it's still on Hulu. Yeah. So I've meant to see. I, I guess. don't
0: think it got renewed though. But it was like. Um, it was just like your average adult sitcom, but with mm. Muppets. So it was right. They were trying to be grown up. And it was, funny, and it was definitely up. well written. But uh, yeah, mm. every week I was like, I think I just want my Muppets to be Muppets. Like yeah. I don't want to see like Fozzie all depressed because <laughs> drinking too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: I read. I read about that. That it was weird to have them be grown up because they never really. They were kind of their own age or their own right. in their own time. And then they, they, uh, they sometimes they would try to acknowledge current things or pop culture but yeah. I think that the I read that the new show focused too much on trying to be modern family or something and it wasn't right. g- they weren't gonna be that
0: every time I watched it I was like you can just replace all of these Muppets with regular people and yeah. this would just be your average funny sitcom
1: yeah that's weird
0: but like yeah that's weird like i'm watching the muppets like why are they doing these normal adult human things instead mm-hmm. of like you know kermit yelling and flailing his arms around.
1: right <laughs> <laughs> okay. wait well, yeah, i like i like the movie i thought that uh jason siegel did a great job with yeah the movie uh and so yeah, they, that was good they probably just tried to turn that into a show and it, it wasn't gonna happen
0: yeah and it is amazing that they're they're still still around at all
1: and so labyrinth the twenty fifth, um, and then a couple. There's a couple in uh, August, and then Star Wars. I think finishes things. The new Star Wars, which I haven't seen.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen it either.
1: I have. Yeah, I haven't seen this new one. And and everybody kind of not, not everybody. Most people loved the new one. Some people kind of thought that it was just a rehash. Like, yeah, they didn't do much to dev- deviate from the rest of the the series. And it's like you can't win if you if you if you <laughs> right, stray exactly. too far, then people think. People get that pissed. you're betraying it yeah but yeah. It, but if if you kind of stay true to the original idea and then try to expand on it that's not enough for some people so
0: it's just a retread
1: i don't know what uh yeah i don't know how this new one is uh i haven't seen it yet but
0: i guess that's what happens if you're gonna make nine movies in this yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah what, <laughs> the what, the what are you supposed premise. to do
1: <laughs> yeah we got these guys and <laughs> this federation what are we supposed to do
0: so tell me a little bit about like your comedy. I mean what what how would you characterize your your own comedy?
1: Mm. I don't know. I that don't a weird uh, question. No, it, it's, <laughs> it's 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 uh it's a common question. It makes sense cuz yeah. some people either do impressions or focus on political stuff. That used to be more of the case I think where there was uh a lot of comics had a certain specific angle or direction, but um I'm just I talk about a lot of random stuff, so I think I'm just kind of a typical um indie comic or you know uh, alt comic, yeah, they still kind of say that, but that style is just less traditional topics, so I don't like just talking about my wife and kids right I don't have either but <laughs> <laughs> uh i'll still talk about you know dating or my girlfriend or whatever but it's not the same as like a traditional uh i think that's where indie or alt comedy came from was just you you know we don't always want to talk about the difference between men and women right or uh yeah how much you know you hate your kids how they're a pain in the ass uh there's just where where everything is open to for discussion so alt uh,
0: comedy is more about like subject matter than it is about like, I mean, is it about yeah. like how your like joke set up or I mean, you don't no
1: it's more, I think it's more just the topics. So instead of just talking about politics or current events or, uh, relationships, yeah. you, you talk a little bit more about random shit, you know, or, right. uh, r- random pop culture references or movies, you know, uh. Yeah. It used to be, I think, you know, you had to make fun of stuff in the moment. People wanted to hear about uh current events like a Jay Leno monologue, you know. Right. Uh and and some people still think that's what comedy is supposed to be, but I like the idea of like, hey, remember this thing? Remember this movie? How weird was it in this movie? <laughs> and you know, uh <laughs> like I used to I used to make fun of how weird it is in Back to the Future that at the end of the first one, Biff is like this family friend. It's like he's a monster. <laughs> He tried to attack Lorraine, you know, right. so many times. He, he he was trying to force himself on her. Why at the end of the movie is like, ah, that Biff, he's a real rascal. <laughs> I didn't. I, I always hated that.
0: We've forgiven him.
1: <laughs> Why is he forgiven? Yeah, he yeah. should be in jail. He was a fucking sociopath. Right. Uh, <laughs> even
0: in the alternate timeline.
1: <laughs> oh, in the alternate timeline. Yeah, he was, he was even worse. But even normal, you know, he, he's, you know, trying to get on Lorraine in the car. <laughs> You know, and <laughs> and at the end, yeah, he's just he's their handyman. Yeah, he's like, well, so, he's willing to wax the car. So we'll he wax, whack- yeah, he does a great job. <laughs> he brings in the mail. Uh, <laughs> so that is <clears throat> what I think of with um, alternative comedy or indie comedy is like, right? Uh, just kind of uh, where you can bring up anything because we all have this, you know, collective consciousness. Yeah, and then point out weird things, you know, and it's not always up to. Uh, up to date and current because that's what everybody's uh that's what so many people are focused on or joking about right uh i like the idea of just going up there talking about what i want to talk about and having people follow along you know um if you don't know what i'm talking about you know that's fine i'm going to talk about some other stuff uh so i I like that aspect too and then just yeah the the finding the calm the common ground and uh and hoping to make the connection where you know people realize that i've got this weird brain and uh i'm just gonna talk about you know what i think is funny or weird and and hope that people enjoy it uh that's you know it's just different from uh you know some comics want everybody to be on their side right away so you talk about you know broad things and
0: right yeah i was just gonna ask you that do you feel like you have (laughs) to kind of like set things up more to get people to like understand you. Cause I, I mean, I haven't done a ton of stand up. I've probably been on stage maybe like a hundred times or so, at oh, okay. open mic nights only. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, like I said, I've only done s- done it once since I've been in Denver for three months. I don't, obviously, mm-hmm. don't do it regularly. So, you know, I'm still figuring out the process and all that. But I do feel like I have kind of a quirky sense of humor, especially mm-hmm. for a female. Like, I think a lot of females get into the, slutty drunk thing you know because that's what (laughs) men laugh at and you know that's what people are sort of expecting from them and like the first time I was ever on stage I did a joke about like birds that run like did they not (laughs) get the memo that yeah they don't have to be running
1: (laughs) yeah who would choose
0: to run (laughs) (laughs) yeah like why are you running with these tiny little feet when you have wings (laughs) and um You know, I think, I mean, also it was my first time on stage, so I didn't really know what I was doing, but people were just kind of looking at me like, what, who is this person? (laughs) (laughs) What on earth are you talking about?
1: Where were you at? Where'd Um, you go?
0: The very first time I was down in uh, Mountain View, California, I think the place was called, not the sliding door, something like that, though. Mm. And Where was your first time here? The first time here, I went over to the Watering Bowl, Oh, okay. which is yeah. like a uh, bar slash dog park.
1: Dog friendly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- th- I've I've done. Uh, I've called some wrestling matches there. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was an interesting place. I walked in there were about like maybe five comics, like just in the downstairs area. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, I'm just going to watch. I'm not even going to go on because it had been uh, probably a couple of years since I had even gone on. And then I watched about five people, and I was like, all right, I'll 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 get up and do <laughs> some yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're there. And it was just like, had been a crazy day. I had like, you know, definitely was just having issues when I first got here with my car. I bought a car in California and drove mm-hmm. it here, and there were issues with the dealership and getting it registered, mm-hmm. and it was just like all stupid stuff. And then yeah. I had gone to the post office that day, and they had like... R- messed up my change of address somehow. Mm. I'm like, how does that <laughs> how are you not pros at change of address yeah. at this point in time? I
1: wrote it out for you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Exactly.
0: So they had uh, in the middle of the watering bowl was a tree st- tree stump mm-hmm. like a real t- tree stump and um, a hammer and they are like, do you want to <laughs> hammer the stump? I'm like, what does that, <laughs> what does that mean? And they were like <laughs> literally just you know, you can take a nail and just start hammering it in, and I was like, you uh, know, what? Yeah. I, I don't even need a nail. I just started whacking. <laughs> I'm like that goddamn post office. <laughs> just like started ranting about the post office. Someone's like, oh, thanks. That actually <laughs> felt pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're onto something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is this was a great stress reliever. I don't know how funny it was for anyone. Mm. Yeah, and I haven't been uh, out
1: there. I haven't been out there for the mic, but uh,
0: I think it. I think it might not? have gone away actually. And oh, okay. then later that night. It was this guy, Neely, who, Neely something? Yeah. He never got in touch with me. He said he was going to get in touch with me.
1: I've heard of him.
0: And then he's, like, come to Brick. We went to Brick on, is it on Colfax, which is B-R-I-K, which is, like, a wine bar that oh, also weird. had an open mic, which... I don't even know about that one. It was kind of a weird venue. I mean, of all the weird venues of open mic nights, mm-hmm. I mean, that, you know, of course everyone has been to they um, can be weird yeah <laughs> it was like a wine bar so it's like really like we're not interested in yeah. <laughs> comedy at all
1: but, oh good
0: but they weren't bad they were kind of paying attention i did all right for well, you know my normal not rehearsing and not being on stage for months
1: yeah i can't imagine <clears throat> i can't imagine trying to do stand up uh randomly with time in between because it's <laughs> it's tough i I, yeah. I i've done it so much that it's in you know the the nervousness is like in the past for the most part right unless until i get on tv or until i do like a big right theater you know yeah where i'm opening for somebody or if if i'm headlining that that those are the next goals where i can get nervous again but (laughs) right uh i definitely remember how nervous i used to get so nervous yeah because it's it's nerve wracking. Some people can't even imagine doing it. So yeah, doing it. Yeah. Is it's crazy. <laughs> it's it a, is a little crazy. It's hard to imagine, uh, starting out again because, and I, I would never, I would never want to have to start over <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. the learning curve, you know, it, it takes a long time to feel confident and there's so much that you can do wrong. And, right. uh, the main thing that sucks that you, you can't teach or, you know, you either have it or you don't. And, And it takes a long time to get uh, if you you don't have it naturally is uh, just confidence to where you don't invite people to heckle or invite people to stop paying attention. You have to have this confidence that you can't really fake. I mean, some people can do a good job of faking being confident, but uh, there's something that you have to have where you command the stage and where you say you have to believe that people should listen to you because what you're going to say is funny. (laughs) <laughs> and it takes a long time to, f- to have that, to believe right. that. Right. Because you, and, and at first you shouldn't have it because you, yeah. you're, you're not funny, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> chances you are know what you're doing. you don't know what you're doing. Yes. And so you don't, uh, you can't expect a lot, um, until you've done it, uh, uh, enough times to where you can confidently say like, yeah, you know, if people shut up and listen, then they're, they're going to enjoy what I'm talking about. Right. Uh, that's, yeah, that's a whole process.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely not there yet. I think I've gotten to the point where it's like, yeah, I'm not super nervous about getting up there, but uh, yeah, I'm sort of winging it and hoping it's funny. Like, I'm mm-hmm. definitely not like, okay, you should listen because you're about to hear some amazing things right <laughs> right now. <laughs> or what? <well, laughs>
1: or you know, what's nice is if you once you've once you've uh, told a joke enough times and had it crush, you know, then you can have confidence in that joke right and then same you know you you add more and more jokes to that just that list that yeah where it's like yeah this this joke works and then you're surprised you know when it doesn't that's nice you know where it's like (laughs) oh you guys didn't like that well a bunch of other people have (laughs) they all they thought they thought it was great so right uh let's move on you know (laughs) that's all you can do um
0: i did uh I did a joke. Talk about faking confidence. I did a joke once where there was this comedian who used to get up like every time I saw him and he would start yelling at the audience that his jokes were brilliant <sighs> yeah. you know, when they don't laugh at them. Uh-huh. That's always been a pet peeve of mine. I have to mm-hmm. say like comedians who tell the audience how great their jokes <laughs> are after the, after the audience has not laughed at the joke and then they... Um, you know start telling you that you know it's brilliant and you should be laughing and all that sure. stuff and I'm like well you know they probably would have if they thought so <laughs> so yeah. I, I got up one time and said uh you know just a little disclaimer before i begin uh, all of my jokes are brilliantly written and hilariously funny
1: yeah
0: and um you know it just gets awkward to interrupt between each one and tell you that <laughs> so that was my uh that was my attempt at a uh, fake comedy, Yeah. <laughs> How did
1: that go? Did they believe it, you? Uh,
0: I mean, you know, I think it went over well until I started telling the actual <laughs> jokes. They're like, wait a minute. They're like, all right, <laughs> we, we'll believe that for the moment. But then, you know, the rest of my comedy was clearly not brilliantly. Written and <laughs> hilariously funny. So
1: oh, that's the start. Yeah. If, uh, if you tell them, then at least some of them are going to believe you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a good, it's a good start. Um, so Denver, you let's talk about Denver a little bit. You've been here mm-hmm. for eight years, you said. So, that's right. Um,
1: yeah, a lot of changes in eight years. Yeah, that's what I was gonna when ask you. I, when People I first keep saying that. When I fr- yeah, when I first moved here, you couldn't get beer on a Sunday. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it, they 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 changed it maybe a month after I moved here, but it was just so weird to to have that still be a thing moving yeah. from Vegas, you know, where you can get beer everywhere whenever, 24%. 24 hours a day. Yeah. Uh churches have drive-by <laughs> <laughs> liquor stores attached. <laughs> you know, it, it it was uh surprising and then to go from that to legalizing weed a few years later yeah, uh that was pretty Nuts. Funny. Yeah, it was yeah, it was surprising because the Sunday thing was an old religious thing and so um, uh I you know to
0: New Jer- well, I think New Jersey used to have that. I want to say. Yeah, probably. I don't know if they it's still just,
1: do. Yeah, it's just a random dumb law. Yeah. That's, you know, a holdover from, from like, you know, the 60s or 70s, probably when people, when, you know, <laughs> they're trying to appease uh, the church, you know, churches or whatever. It's like, who gives a shit? Yeah. So
0: what did those two have to do with each other?
1: Yeah, they're supposed to be separate, but they're not. Right. And so, <laughs> right. yeah, so they're, uh, it, it was nice that it went away, you know, because. It just seemed, it was outdated, you know? Right. And, uh.
0: A lot of people seem pissed about the marijuana thing. Of people that I've told that I just moved here, a lot of people have asked me if I've moved here because of marijuana. hmm And, I mean, you know, I be, I didn't move here to work in the industry, and I came from San Francisco, where I'm yeah. like, you know, it wasn't really a problem getting marijuana. Sure. <laughs> so, like, you know, that that has nothing to do with why I came out here. hmm Um but yeah people are not happy about that
1: what's funny because uh i'm sure before i even moved here but after i moved here i noticed how there's just so many lists from uh magazines or websites and you know denver was and boulder were at a lot of uh were at the top of a lot of lists you know healthiest right. or Uh, Busiest, best, best, yes, best places to live. Right, Uh, and and people were proud of that. People were stoked. You know, yeah, Denver's the best. You know, and yeah, and then people started moving here, and people got upset. (laughs) And it's like you've been talking about how great it is to (laughs) anyone that'll listen. Right, you everybody shared those magazine articles. Yeah, we're the we're number one. What do you expect is going to fucking happen except a bunch of people move? Yeah, (laughs) and so yeah, that's been funny. And and the weed thing, yes, uh, you know, uh, right a lot of people i'm sure moved here uh with because of that either to work in it or to take advantage or whatever but right. I, I doubt i doubt anybody just moved here because weed is legal they've heard about all the sunshine the weather things to do all the breweries the breweries were a big draw before oh, yeah. uh before the weed yeah just i mean that yeah this
0: was kind of ground zero for the craft brew uh phenomenon that's going on right yeah i mean there's
1: a, yeah there's a ton of breweries there's a ton of shows at breweries now uh, because they're just a popular place to go, right? And yeah, the dispensaries. People
0: think that they, you know, that everybody has moved here because of the marijuana.
1: Right. Yeah, but there's and there's I so much more that. to it.
0: Like, yeah, you have a great city. Like, of course, yeah. sooner or later, especially in California, where things have gone apeshit crazy <laughs> in terms of pricing and cost of living. Yeah.
1: And, well, yeah, uh, when people. Complain about living here and how rent has gone up. I just feel bad for San Francisco because they've oh, yeah. been dealing with it. Yeah, I, I have friends there and I've gone a bunch, uh, mostly because of Sam Talent, just knowing people out there. Yeah. Um, I've gone out there a bunch in the last five or six years. And uh, yeah, just that tech thing, you know, everybody right. is sick of these tech bros and, you know, just it's that kind of that so industry has dictated Uh, you know how the market will has gone with with renting and and so yeah it's it's ruined yeah it's made it really hard for people to live there and uh, a lot of us are lucky here because our landlord doesn't hasn't jacked up the price of our of our places yeah he owns a bunch of buildings and he said you know he he can remodel certain places and then and charge whatever the market dictates. But he doesn't want to do that everywhere. Yeah. He doesn't want to price out people like me and Sam and oh, Kevin and Mara. Nice. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of comics that live in this compound. Uh, we filmed a show out here. Did you see the show Flophouse? on no. On Viceland? Oh, okay. Oh, no. uh, it's a new channel that Vice put on. Okay. And uh, yeah, the show Flophouse has just followed these uh comedy scenes in different cities um and then had those comics put on a show. Right. Uh in a random place or whatever. Uh and so we did comedy here. Right. Because our landlord is cool and uh because we all live together, yeah, we we were able to do this show flophouse. Um Lance Bangs was behind it and uh directed. And yeah, he was just Uh, interested in seeing how comics live together, you know, so uh, a lot of the other cities focused on like a house where three or four comics live together. Yeah. Uh, This was a little different because we're separate, but, but we all live together in a lot of ways, you know? Yeah. We're all hanging out constantly and borrowing each other's vacuum cleaners and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So um, So there's a, it's like a community here. Yeah. The same as if we lived in a big house. Yeah. And then, yeah, we did a show, in, in the courtyard here. Right. F- we probably had 150 people. And, uh, oh, wow. It was in December, so it was really cold. <laughs> but uh, there were space heaters. Uh, there was a couple of fires that right. were, you know, in in these little fire pits or whatever. And Nice. The crew handed out hand warmers. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, those little things. Yeah, the little yeah. packets. Yeah. Yeah, so they did their best. We tried and, and to get everybody as comfortable as possible, and uh, <laughs> we pulled it off. It was great. I was uh, I was real happy with how it turned out. Oh, awesome! Um, yeah, it aired a couple months ago, and I think it still airs. You know, however often.
0: Is it online? Can we watch it online?
1: Uh, I think it's online now. It wasn't at first because they wanted people to watch on the the channel. Okay. But yeah, I think uh, I think ViceLand dot com has episodes. It might not have our episode up, All but right. I think you can watch full episodes. Either on Viceland or on their YouTube channel, because okay. I know they were supposed to put up uh, they were supposed to put up full episodes right on YouTube at some point yeah a- after they aired awesome. on TV but yeah that was um, that was a trip, and you know Sam's leaving, so it's going to change the dynamic of the courtyard but um
0: so was this always all comics or did you just guys like you know when I know you said you'd moved in with a couple of comics but did yeah you just recruit other comics to come live near here or was yeah, it yeah I set up
1: well yeah no it it uh it happened organically like four years ago um I moved in with Megan I moved in here and uh not too long after that Sam and Emily needed a place and that opened up so oh, okay they moved into the that carriage house and uh because the two of us lived here you know it it made sense for uh kevin and mara to try to find a place and they they moved in upstairs yeah uh nice over a year ago i wonder how long they've lived there so yeah it was just after i lived here it just kind of dom you know it was a domino effect (laughs) right (laughs) and now now that sam and his wife emily are moving uh, two comics are moving into that carriage <laughs> house. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad. Uh, I'd rather have it be them than strangers.
0: Yeah, it's like a whole little creative community right here. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, though. That uh, your landlord doesn't want to, you know, raise the rent. I've heard of mm-hmm. people who. Cause that's crazy that they can do that here. They can just say, "Oh, your rent is being doubled," and there's no yeah. rent control or rent stabilization here. So
1: yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's fucked up, and I'm sure that it's going to. Uh, hopefully, it will stabilize or whatever. You know, uh, yeah. cap max out. You know, uh, there's got to be an end to it because well, there's I only so thinking, much you can charge. But, I but.
0: yeah. Well, I don't know. You're saying like you don't think a lot of people have moved here for the marijuana thing. I've been thinking maybe when it becomes legal throughout the country, people will stop moving here because you won't have to, you know, be here to open your business, your right. marijuana-related business.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it would help to have um, more states legalize it. But again, there's there's other there's so many other reasons to move here. Yeah, that people will still want to come. That uh the weather is great overall you know um
0: it is overall <laughs> yeah <laughs> those crazy flash hailstorms yesterday was nuts
1: yeah <laughs> that that was uh that was something else for sure
0: that was completely nuts I mean I, there has been pretty much every kind of weather since I've been here mm-hmm. in the 3 months. Blizzards, hail, oh yeah. 100 degree days. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, just a glimpse of. Yeah, and it's
1: yeah, 3 months you get <laughs> you get that all all the weather you can. Yeah. It is weird but
0: but it is pretty awesome. I mean, yesterday that hailstorm lasted. I mean, first I had like giant slushy balls hitting my car. Mm-hmm. Then uh, there for like five minutes. Then there was pebble-sized hail coming out of the sky. Then there was just torrential rain. Mm-hmm. Then there was the hugest rainbow I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Like <laughs> right in front of me, I could see it from yeah. end to end. Like mm. full 180 degree gigantic <laughs> rainbow that I didn't get a picture of because I was driving, unfortunately yeah but yeah and then the whole thing's over in like 15 minutes it's just now no longer 95 degrees it was like now 70 yeah lovely (laughs) it was nice (laughs) but yeah it's been great i've really really enjoyed it and it's true i mean it is a great place to live so i'm Mm -hmm. like that's what i've been saying you know people are gonna come here you know you have a great city like it's sort of trickle down when you have like california being so crazy expensive and other like new york yeah. And even Austin people said is getting really expensive.
1: I'm sure. Yeah, it's popular.
0: I don't know how it compares to here, but it's like, of course people are gonna start, you know, coming this way. It's got, mm-hmm. you know, stuff to do. They keep adding, you know, more things to do, more breweries, more uh you know, just restaurants and stuff. So
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a similar one and it's I think it is nice to know that you can Go to a few different places outside of New York and L.A. and still feel like you're in a a real city or whatever. Yeah, I don't know what it means to be a real city except <laughs> <laughs> except uh, just to have a lot of stuff to do. But yeah, um, or just to, you know to have a stand up or music scene yeah. that is supportive and that you can work in is nice because I mean a lot of people are still moving to New York and L.A. because you still have to to do right uh, to do a lot to do to take that next step but you can do a ton in Austin or Portland or Chicago or here yeah. and feel like you're contributing to an arts scene. Right. Um, yeah. I'm not in a big hurry to move because I don't need to try to be famous to feel fulfilled. Right. I feel fulfilled being a big part of Denver scene and yeah. getting paid and being known and traveling. You know, I can travel from here, uh, Easily, you know. It, yeah. You know, it's uh, been able to make contacts in other cities. San Francisco is great as well. I'll be there uh, at the end of July for a, f- a new festival. Oh, really? Festival. Mm-hmm.
0: Festival. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, it's the first time uh, that it'll be a thing. But is it all comedy? I think so. Uh, I haven't heard. I'll, I'll bet it's all comedy because uh, it's comedians are putting it together. Oh, yeah. But I haven't looked at the full lineup so i don't there could be some music as well oh awesome but yeah that's at the end of july so i'll be out there again
0: so you'll be performing in mm-hmm.
1: oh yeah i got asked to go out there
0: um do you know where you're gonna be performing at this point
1: uh yeah there's uh there's a few venues i can't think of them right now but uh <laughs> yeah i got my or wait no I didn't I didn't get my lineup actually so I'm not sure where I'll be. <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> of a different festival. Oh. I'm doing another festival in Humboldt in oh, wow. September and I got that that schedule. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome.
0: That would be great just to be able to like travel around, get paid for doing what you love to do and mm-hmm. I could see I could see that rather than having to go into, like, the rat race of New right. York or L.A. And
1: That's what it is, yeah, is you're joining the ranks of just the, the dream chaser union, and there's so many people in both of those cities that are doing it harder, and they've been there longer, and, right. uh, yeah, it's intimidating to think of starting over by moving to either of those cities. And yeah. it wouldn't be starting completely over, but right. it would definitely be... Uh, It would be, you know, a new grind and. Yeah. uh, Uprooting
0: your whole life. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm not in a hurry to do it. I'm kind of (laughs) hoping that I can stay here until I get like a a big stand up show show or <laughs> yeah just it, it would be nice to to be able to network from here and then move because of an opportunity right as opposed to moving and then trying to get opportunities that's that's you. typically what you have to do but yeah the Grolix guys were able to do it from here you know um they're they're doing their show those who can't now and <coughs> they didn't move you know they right. they did every they did every step of you know the process from here and now awesome. are in LA a bunch but can still, like Adam, Kate and Holland, can, you know, has his home here and uh, can still be here, you know, semi-regularly.
0: Right. He can stay based here.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that that could happen for me, too. It'd be nice to be able to stay here and uh, yeah. just keep traveling. And, you know, you can do Airbnb. You can stay with friends. Right. My sister and her husband live in L.A. now. They moved a f- couple years ago. So, oh, that's convenient. Um, yeah. I'm hoping to be out there more and more. But but still have my roots here so that yeah i can do the comedy works and, awesome. and run my show on wednesdays you know I'm st- we're still going to do too much fun after sam leaves because oh, uh, yeah. bobby and i will still be here yeah there used to be four of us now the once sam leaves there will be two but and, and where is that uh it's at city O city above city O city in a room called the the deer pile you oh, haven't okay. you haven't been up there yet no. you should go tonight yeah if you can yeah okay uh we start at 10:45 usually it's a late show all right um there's a show before us tonight called three course comedy and that's fun okay um if you want to go there at le- that's at 8 and then we'll be after that <coughs> but yeah tonight sam's last too much fun oh wow so uh yeah I mean, he's
0: moving to LA Las said? Vegas oh. he's moving to Vegas where oh, I wow. started yeah that's interesting
1: mhm yeah it's random but uh his wife is uh, she was applying to med schools. Oh, okay. And she got in. She had accepted to a med school in Henderson, okay. which is right next to Vegas. Right. So, uh, yeah, they're headed there. And oh, uh,
0: so his is not comedy driven move.
1: No, he okay. he's moving like I the reason I moved here was <laughs> right. because our partner uh, <laughs> said that we had to.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully things will work out better. <laughs> for Sam. And his oh, yeah. He'll, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. They're 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 good. They just got married uh, right. last week. So. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. That's why we. Yeah, I told you I, I had to meet after that because it was crazy. It was oh, just right. a lot of
0: you did say there was a wedding.
1: Yeah, there was a lot to be done for that. Yeah, I bet. It was, uh, yeah, it was a crazy week. It was great. Um, I officiated the wedding. Oh, really? I married them, yes. <laughs> and Are that,
0: you uh, internet ordained? That was great. Or? Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, okay. my sister did it for me when I, before I married uh, her and her husband.
0: Oh, awesome. So, uh,
1: yeah, this was my second wedding. And uh, it was beautiful. Yeah? Yeah. And, yeah, th- it was great to see them. You know, they were... It was. It's stressful. There's a million things you have to worry about and those two are busy, you know, on their own. Right. And then to, yeah, to have to plan this wedding, but they nailed it. It was, awesome. it was a great time. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. So that was uh, Saturday, la- or last Saturday, two Saturdays ago.
0: Here in Denver?
1: Uh, in Evergreen. Yeah. Not too far away. Oh, okay. Just uh, like a half hour drive or whatever.
0: Yeah. I went hiking there the other day at uh, mm. Maxwell Falls. It was lovely.
1: Yeah, it's real pretty over there. I mean, most places you go to the west are great. The mountain towns are beautiful. Yeah. But Evergreen, yeah, is real picturesque.
0: All right. Well, I mean, uh, anything else you want to bring up or discuss?
1: Mm, um, My acapella album, Singing in the Dark, will be Uh-oh. coming out next month. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, wow, this is. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't yeah. Uh, no, I mean, uh, I'm glad we talked about Film on the Rocks. Uh, Too Much Fun is every Wednesday. Every and Wednesday at yeah. Above City City. That's right. Yeah, in the deer pile, it's free. Okay. Um, that's uh, still going to be fun. It's going to be weird not having Sam around. But, yeah, I bet. Um, but a lot of comics know about the show now, so I get a lot of people hitting me up, you know, asking if they can do the show when they're in town. And so that'll make it easy to keep it going. You know, oh, pe- yeah. People are still going to be coming through who want to do the show and and people will still be here who want to go to the show. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we, I I was a little bit worried. I didn't know if people would still want to come after Sam leaves, but, uh, I've, I'm confident that we'll be fine. You know, people will still want to come through. There's not, you know, there's not a a lot else you're going to do on a Wednesday night. So (laughs) why (laughs) not keep coming? Yeah. Um, yeah. And we, you know, we're still supported by city. and, sexbot comedy is uh you know helpful to us uh they sponsor us so awesome yeah we'll still be there and looking forward to uh it cooling off up there which it won't (laughs) for a while (laughs) while. it's hot up there during the summer so we've got a lot of hot wednesdays in store but uh (laughs) but it's still it's still great to be up there
0: still works Mm -hmm. um and you are not the regular host of Brunch and Bingo, right? You I will be, yeah. It's, oh, you will be.
1: It's yeah. I'm, I'm going to take it over for Sam because. Oh, uh, okay, so he was the regular. Sam's the yeah. Sam's the original host, the main the main guy. But uh, yeah, I've done it a bunch because he is out of town a lot. So yeah, yeah, I was the de facto host, um, and now yeah, I'll be taking it over. So that's Saturdays and Sundays, twelve thirty to two.
0: That was pretty fun.
1: It's a fun, yeah. I <laughs> I can't believe. <laughs> that I still like it because when I first would do it it was just it, sometimes it felt like a chore where it's like I don't you guys really want to play bingo this bad <laughs> who gives a shit you know <laughs> it's bingo but I have gotten more into it the more I've done it which is yeah. I don't know it's nice to not be sick of it because I've done it a lot bingo's
0: kind of fun well you don't get to play but one, it is. one summer yeah, my friends fun. and I got completely hooked on bingo <laughs> it was uh-huh. like during college but it was you know, my high school friends we were home for the summer and there was, like, you know, the local church had bingo. And we were, like, just for goof, we should go there one night. Uh-huh. Well, next thing you know, we were there twice a week <laughs> for <laughs> the rest of the summer. Yeah. We were, like, sneaking in drinks and oh, all this okay. stuff. And, of course, getting yelled at every week <laughs> by, like, all the senior citizens. But yeah. we loved it. <laughs> it was yeah, it's pretty addicting.
1: It's, yeah, I get it. it. It's a fun thing to do uh, with friends. So, yeah, I had to I had to put myself into everybody else's shoes and it's like oh yeah no it's a good time yeah. it can get boring to call it yeah, yeah because it's just the same numbers and uh yeah. that can get repetitive but that's the game you know and, and right. people are hoping to win and we give away you know we give away random stuff and yeah it's a good time i've got like i said i've yeah. gotten more into it i i think i just had to figure out how <laughs> to have fun with it or whatever
0: yeah and yeah, can uh it getting repetitive but
1: yeah yeah i mean i tell some of the same jokes number-based jokes depending <laughs> on what comes out <laughs> <That's> <laughs> there's right. a f- there's a few that I that I rely on, but then the rest of it is just, you know, talking little conversation, you know, yeah. between people that can that can yell things out to me, you know, or people at the bar behind me.
0: Right. Right.
1: Uh, I feel like I belong there a little bit more, and that helps too. Yeah. Instead of feeling like an outsider or something, they're there to play bingo. You know, most yeah. m- most people mm-hmm. are there. I then was impressed with the uh,
0: professional setup there. They have the whole board mm-hmm. and the whole yeah. machine and all that stuff. Like I thought it was just going to be like a little impromptu kind of. We decided to do bingo here, but oh, no, yeah. they're like no, it's prepared.
1: Yeah, they wanted they wanted bingo. I don't know how long ago, they started it but it's like it's a pretty fancy place it's a nice uh nice place but they wanted to have fun on the weekends yeah. and l- lighten things up so they were doing they were doing bingo for a while where saturday was uh they had a drag queen calling the bingo and oh. then sunday was okay. sam okay but eventually they just wanted to get rid of they wanted to part ways with the drag queen oh. bingo they thought that it would uh bring in people that that were going to drag queen bingo elsewhere but that wasn't really happening so they no. just switched over to have sam both <laughs> days and that's worked out better i guess
0: all right interesting i wonder why the drag queen bingo goers did not follow but yeah
1: well there's there's a few other options i think you know um oh. there's other brunch bingo days so squeaky bean just wasn't able to get the crossover or whatever yeah and i guess uh this particular drag queen was pretty dirty, foul-mouthed. Oh. A lot of dirty jokes. And so that that wasn't really flying. Not, uh,
0: not brunch-appropriate humor?
1: Yeah. It was it was a little much for that place or for that crowd. Yeah. yeah. They, Saturdays were a little bit lighter, I think, because of it. And then that was why they made the switch. Like, let's just have comedians both right. days. And so Saturdays have filled back up.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, Sam's moving uh, July, next week, so... I will be, I'll be there most weekends. Awesome. Yeah, this yeah, I'm looking forward to you know, it. Yeah, I'll
0: have to come back someday and do that as well.
1: Do it, yeah. It's fun.
0: Yeah. Well, luckily I went on Easter when you were there, so I <laughs> yeah. could recruit you. You got to hear. <laughs> you
1: got to hear my joke. Uh, I didn't. I didn't watch TV this morning. Did Jesus see his shadow? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was lucky. I didn't get yelled at for that. <laughs> I thought somebody would. Would uh, take issue.
0: Yeah, you would think. But then again, people who are uh, celebrating Easter probably aren't out playing bingo.
1: Right, yeah, they're not having day. mimosas.
0: So I think you're, you're safe yeah, with the Jesus was, jokes. Yeah, it was the right crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those are the people who would appreciate the it. They were into it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and being my first show, Guinea Pig, and and waking up. <laughs> yeah th- yeah
1: i'm glad i i don't know why i woke up uh because i didn't hear my phone but um yeah i'm glad i was able to get up and catch you before you left thanks for thanks yeah. for having me
0: yeah awesome all right well that has been the audish show number 44 with our guest nathan lund and uh thanks for listening we will uh chat with you guys again very soon